everyone. Welcome back to our Golden 20s podcast. My name is Sadie and I'm joined by my co-host Tegan. Hey. And today we have a cozy episode maybe, maybe. for the beginning of September. We're going to be talking all about how to turn a house into a home and also some renter-friendly things you can do to personalize your space if you're a renter and are a little bit like I guess, limited in what you can do in terms of home projects um, in your space. So that's what we're talking about today. I feel like it's just super top of mind for a lot of people. I know September is often like the second new year Mm -hmm. in a year, if you will. If you're going back to school, maybe you're moving out and moving into a dorm room or maybe you're moving apartments. I just feel like September is a good Good time to hit the reset button and oftentimes hitting the reset button or part of hitting the reset button is focusing on your home and getting that ready for the fall winter months ahead. Yeah, definitely. I also feel like September, like I remember moving into my dorm the first time and being so excited to be like, this is my chance to decorate my home and come up with my home style without actually like knowing what my style was or what I wanted or what I needed but I did buy like a lot of pink office supplies and was ready (laughs) I love it I love that I feel like I don't know I love that so much and I feel like your house is it's kind of like you know when people are like your fashion sense is you expressing yourself to the Mm -hmm. world kind of thing, like how you dress. I feel like your home does that as well. It's just less public knowledge. You know, like your outfit, everyone sees it. If you know them or not and you're on the bus, they see it. Your house though, it's like, I don't know, when you go over to someone's house and it's just so them, Yeah, there's just something about that. I feel like I might lose some people with this, but I feel like (laughs) your fashion is your like sun a rising sign okay and your house is your moon sign totally (laughs) and what that means for non-astrology people is like your fashion's like your what you project personality yeah yeah what people perceive you as Mm -hmm. your moon is like your inner yeah who you are by yourself three in the morning that's the vibe i literally looked at the time in our recording and was like is it too early to say this but if you're new here, this is the real me. <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, speaking of home style, I have I watched so many like apartment therapy videos, mm. architectural digest videos, so many home and apartment tours on YouTube. And I was like, why not kick this episode off with some of the questions that they always ask okay. people who are giving tours of their apartment especially on apartment therapy so the first question and this isn't like word for word but along these lines tag what are three words you would use to describe your home style this was hard for me because I feel like I used to say bohemian but I don't actually think that's fully accurate I feel like that brings up a very distinct type of house that mine doesn't quite fit into so I was thinking like eclectic retro and cozy I love that I feel that's accurate as someone who's spent 
quite a bit of time in your home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eclectic I kind of means just like a mix of many styles. So I guess yeah. that's what I do. But yeah, it was hard to come up with them. But when I'm searching on Pinterest, I usually will include eclectic in there. I almost had yeah. maximalist. But then I don't, like, I've been in houses that are much more maximalist. Mm -hmm. I think it's just compared to minimalism. Yeah. So I left that off the list. But eclectic maximalist is what came to mind first. And then I took it down to eclectic retro cozy. I love that. I feel you also have, like, if we're talking, like, home style yeah vocabulary i feel your house is also like mid-century modern yeah i was thinking that too that's kind of a faux pas in some of the like design spaces i see Mm. which is interesting i think i would like if all of my furniture was mid-century modern but all of my decor was like a little out of the box yeah if that makes sense so maybe like eclectic mid-century modern but I wanted cozy in there because that's how I would like it totally to feel yeah yeah and your house is very cozy like I feel you you always have very you like cultivate the vibes and right I mean it helps that you like I don't know are a good hostess where you like make us drinks and like have snacks or put out a charcuterie board or something like that like I feel like that adds to like the coziness but like you always have like candles going your lamps but even like I don't know you just have like warm colors in your Mm -hmm. house you know that just like make it cozy so thanks your house is definitely cozy thank you what about you what three words would you pick yeah so it's funny you said bohemian because that is also something I always aspire to be like in my fashion sense in my home decor but again, when I look at what my fashion sense is or my home decor style, I'm like, honestly, it's not actually really bohemian. Yeah. And as much as I think I want that, it's not totally me. Like mm-hmm. I'm like boho preppy and those are like the two opposite ends of the spectrum. So like, I don't know how to how to balance it. So the words that came to mind for me, the first one was feminine. Mm-hmm. The next one was organized and the next last one was airy. And I don't know if people would agree. I know it's not really any type of like actual home style words. Like I don't think my house is like rustic or mid-century modern or farmhouse, like none of those. But I feel like feminine because my apartment's for the girls, like Mm. 1000%. I'm sitting in a pink dining chair right now. I have like a pink blanket (laughs) on my couch that I'm looking at. I have like a floral print chair. Like it's very girly in here, which I love. But I also don't think my apartment is necessarily cozy, but it's something I'm like working on. Mm. And it's because I am in a rental where everything's white. The walls are white. My floors are white. My kitchen's white. Like, it's hard to make it cozy. So I feel like I've wanted, like, area rugs and things like that for a long time to cozy it up. But Mm -hmm. I don't really have that much yet anyway. Mm -hmm. I haven't painted any walls. I don't know. So the opposite of cozy, what came to mind was airy. And that's kind of where I landed. So, Yeah, your apartment's very modern. But I think that's just, like, the apartment itself, not necessarily your 
styling like your bathroom's very modern and your kitchen's very modern yeah like probably the best word to describe my home style is actually just ikea (laughs) (laughs) because everything is just from ikea like my whole kitchen's ikea classic ikea my bathroom classic ikea (laughs) but again that's because i'm in a rental like all that stuff was here when i moved in but yeah i don't know the things i add to my space i feel like are feminine and airy i don't know and organized is important to me yeah yeah do you have like a famous like home whether it's like a celebrity's home or from like movies or a tv show that is your like ideal yes but i can't remember who i watched uh architectural digest video a few months ago and i'm totally blanking on who it was where i was like that is so my apartment like Mm -hmm. if i could live anywhere i would just move into that person's house and like i could move in as is but i cannot remember who it was for the life of me it was also a celebrity where they weren't that big or like i didn't really follow them that much but I'll have to post on Instagram once I remember because I'm completely forgetting. But besides that, I've always just wanted my apartment to be like a main character apartment. Yeah. Like if you're watching a rom-com, I just want to be the main character who comes home to their cute apartment and their fluffy cat. And it's just like as a watcher or viewer watching the movie, you're just like, oh my God, her apartment's so cute. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's always been my goal. And I feel like it's kind of almost there mm-hmm. being all like feminine and cutesy, but I don't know. Yeah, what about I see you? That. What's your, yeah, what's your answer to your own question? I feel like for like watching Architecture Digest, my two favorite houses on that channel are Dakota Johnson's because i'm obsessed with her and it's the famous one where she has the bowl of limes and that became like a big meme i also love emma chamberlain's and they're both very like mid-century like lots of green tile and that kind of vibe which i like now if i had like unlimited money and was just actually picking my dream house i feel like it would be like the house from clue or the house from knives out because I just love that they're like giant houses, but like filled with interesting things. Mm -hmm. And you could just have like the best party there. Like I love the idea of having like a fully decked out dining room that's got like everything. And it's got like a library that's fully decked out and like a pool room that's fully decked out. (laughs) <laughs> and like also a murderer with well, yeah, you know, that too. the revolver <laughs> <Yeah>. in- <laughs> and so I like I I guess like it's the knives out house I think they did a good job of that in that movie where it's like cozy and like curated there's stuff everywhere yeah. but it's like curated perfectly and everything would have a story I kind of like yeah. that idea too so yeah yeah I love that. I love that for you. For me, I need to organize. Like, yeah. I need things away because I'm like, I don't know, seeing stuff mm-hmm. just stresses me out. So yeah. I'm like, it's cute to have like curated clusters of stuff. But for the most part, I'm like, no, everything's in its space. I'm, 
I swear I'm like slightly OCD because I'm like, <laughs> even if you open my like fridge, mm-hmm. like I'm like all the labels in the English side need to be facing out. Like, right. I don't know. I worked at Anthro for too many years. And <laughs> so now I'm just like, everything needs to be merchandised perfectly. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next question before we jump into how you guys can curate the vibes and make your own house a home. The last question that they always ask in apartment therapy is what does home mean to you? To me, I think home is a place where I can be with my husband and my cats and where I can recharge and just be myself. And so I think Mm -hmm. the cozy element is mainly for me. And so, like, I know we're going to get into talking about functionality and things like that. But I think that there's always a basis of functionality in my design choices because comfort is something I value above everything. (laughs) This goes for my fashion, too. So... Yeah, I think that's what I would say. I love that. Yeah, you definitely have talked on the podcast before about how you value comfort and yes. everything. So yes. make sense that is also in your home space. What about you? I Yeah, I think for me, the first words that came to mind for me was like quiet and a retreat mm-hmm. kind of idea and similar thought pattern or wavelength as what you just said is I really like to go out and be social I love living in like the city I love Mm -hmm. you know immersing myself in the hustle and bustle but my apartment is where I come home at the end of a day and I just like sigh out and I'm just like I'm so happy to be home you know so that's why I don't like a lot of stuff all over because I just want to, and I like the airy word because I'm like, I just need to be able to breathe easy Mm -hmm. and totally relax and unwind in my space because it really is my sanctuary to recharge. I'm also a big introvert. So as much as I like to go out, coming home, I'm always so exhausted. So it's important that I'm just in a space where I can recharge and I don't know. Quiet is a big one too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel very lucky living in the neighborhood I live in. And like I live on the top floor of a three-story building. So I don't have any upstairs neighbors. So it is very quiet. And it's just zen, you know, Mm -hmm. somewhere I can just recharge. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all my uh, apartment therapy (laughs) questions for us. (laughs) We have introed this episode enough. Let's jump into the kind of like actual things and ideas that we're hoping you guys can take away in case this episode's resonating with you and you're feeling inspired to work on your house and turn it into a home. So I think the first thing that really came to mind for me and Tag, you just hinted at this mm-hmm. a little bit, is talking all about balancing, you know, a place that's really cute and full of personality, but also with a space that's actually functional for you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's so important because you can't truly unwind and relax if you're in a space that's constantly, you know, you're constantly frustrated when you have to open that specific cupboard or you have to, you know, 
close the fridge before you can open the stove and then the dishwasher. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you just really have a hard time settling into a place if the functionality isn't working for you. So I feel like obviously if you're in a rental, it's hard to control the functionality of something like you can't open the fridge and stove at the same time or, you know, an example like that. However, something you can do is maybe look to rearrange your furniture so that you can flow better through the space. So for instance, when I first moved into my apartment, my like living room floor plan was completely opposite to what it is now. And I liked it because it kind of like put a divide in my entryway and my dining room to Mm -hmm. create a specific living room but now it's a lot more open and I feel like I can just flow through the space easier so I don't know it just makes it easier for me to just be like I don't know less frustrated in my space I guess and have my space work for me I also think I use the word organized to describe my space but that's also a way to increase functionality in your space is by you know organizing Things that are areas that you always seem to collect clutter or, you know, if you are always bringing mail into your house, it's like have a spot where you can throw that or Mm -hmm. have a drunk drawer where you can throw something you don't know what to do with. So it's okay to have clutter and, you know, all these things come up. Of course, you live in the space, but I think it's just finding a way to make it functional and practical rather than just always striving for aesthetics and like a specific style yeah definitely I also feel like it's important to surround yourself with things that you really love because if you're in a small space some of the things that you need to like function as a human are going to be out because that's just the way it is so it's like if you are I don't know like you have to have a toaster on your counter I think it's a worthy investment to get a toaster that you love and fits your style because it won't fit in your cupboards or like if you, you know, the blankets you use when you sit on your couch, if you don't have a space to store them, they just always have to be on your couch. I think it's worth it to splurge on a nice blanket. Like those sorts of things I think can be good investments if they're going to be like out and a part of the decor and I feel like that's a lesson I learned when I only had like hand-me-downs and only lived in you know tiny apartments it was like oh yeah some of this stuff just needs to be out and so you might Mm -hmm. as well make that stuff beautiful yeah I love that and I think the nice thing about leaving things out especially if it's things that you are reaching for all the time yeah like I feel like it just makes your space look a little more lived in Mm -hmm. you know like oh, somebody actually lives here. It's not just a showroom or yeah. like, you know, they've curated the space so perfectly for when visitors comes over. It's like, no, I can actually, you know, Use it feels it. flipped in. Yeah. Yeah. I think an example of that, I was just saying how white my apartment is, especially my kitchen, like white, not white, but like really light gray tiles, white backsplash, white cabinets. But I try to warm it up with some hints of wood. So I leave out all my cutting boards on my... Um, counter so similar to what you were just saying about the toaster but I'm like always reaching for a cutting board to cut up literally anything but it's like it's easy and it's functional that they're out because I'm grabbing for them all the time but it also like adds fills some space and like adds Mm -hmm. some warmth you know so it's like kind of playing double duty or even I have like my olive oil 
olive oil out beside my stove because I'm always cooking with that. And it's like, I don't know, put it in a cute jar or something yeah. or just leave it out because it's just functional, but adds to the space at the same time. Yeah. I also think if you have hobbies, it's okay to leave that kind of stuff out because it kind of shows your personality like if you love listening to vinyl like incorporate the vinyl into your decor make you know uh get a bookshelf that it's part of the display or if I'm trying to think of other hobbies like if you're a musician you can have your instruments as a part of your living room get a rack so you can hang it Mm -hmm. on the wall something like that I feel like it's easy to be like the best way to decorate is just to hide everything away but like we've been saying sometimes the way to make things more functional and let your personality shine through is to have the things that you love out Mm -hmm. I love that so much the next thing that came to mind for me is all about showing your personality exactly like we were just talking about and it's funny because when I was a kid Um, I grew up in the same house, always lived in the same house Mm -hmm. until I moved out and moved to Toronto. But growing up, people used to always say to my mom, like, I love your house so much. Like, it just feels like a home. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I feel like our house growing up wasn't a specific style. Like, it wasn't like you come in and it's like, oh, this is like a farmhouse, Mm -hmm. like, style kitchen. Or, like, there was no style. It was just literally house and Mm -hmm. I feel like it was filled with things that my mom liked and even things we made as kids you know like it was just full of personal stuff so when people came over they were like oh it just feels so homey because it's so you guys you know Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's kind of a point I wanted to make was rather than chasing after a certain aesthetic or a home decor style. So even if you're, you know, seeing things on TikTok or YouTube and you're like, oh my God, you know, like, like we were saying, I just want a bohemian home. And then you start kind of looking into that. You're like, actually, that doesn't feel super personal to me, you know? So I don't know, just something to think about yeah you've just put like so many thoughts in my head right now I don't even know why but this thought just got my brain worrying first (laughs) I'm going to say you just brought back the memory of your house um you had like little wooden things above doorways is this a correct memory like little cats and stuff when I was small I loved that it was I'm trying to yeah. figure out how to best describe it but it was like on top of door frames there would be like a wooden cat like hanging down and stuff right <laughs> yeah we had cats we had like girls we had my sister was obsessed with clowns or like collected yeah. clowns so I feel she had like a clown one like yeah my mom was like really into crafts okay. for a bit and she made all of these things and see it's just like little things like that that mm-hmm. were like so I don't know. They weren't a specific style. They weren't even from home sense. You know, it was just like little hints of personality just because my mom thought it was cute. But yeah, I love that. I literally had forgotten about those until (laughs) you were talking about it. And then I was like, oh, my God, remember those things? I used to love them. But yeah, I was just going to agree with you, basically, and say that like your home feels so much more like special and personalized to you when it's filled with like little things you've spent the time and energy to find rather than like I need decor so I'll go to home sense and fill a cart 
Like, yeah. if you're, I don't know, like your art on the walls is art that you've picked up from all your travels or it's like posters mm-hmm. from bands you've seen or like framed shopping bags of your favorite source, whatever it is. That's cooler than buying like four pieces of generic art from HomeSense. And then yeah. when people ask you about it, it's like everything has a story and it's like a piece of your life. So I wanted to say, I agree. <laughs> it's a yeah. long-winded way yeah, of saying I that. Think, <laughs> yeah. And I think you can apply that to literally anything. Yeah. Like I'm lucky where my family is quite crafty and like um, handy. So my dining table, like my sister's boyfriend made it for me. Mm-hmm. My bed frame, my dad made. So like those things are more special. Yeah. But I think even if you want to get crafty and buy something from Ikea, but then you know, DIY it somehow, like Mm -hmm. spray paint it or do whatever. Like, I think it just adds a story to it, but also in the process is making it more personal to you. But I also love that, like just using personal things to decorate. So yeah, I have like little things, like little trinkets from trips I've taken or I don't know, putting, like you said, like photos of friends and family rather than generic art like up Mm -hmm. my staircase in my childhood home like we had a gallery wall just of family photos and like my parents parents and like great-grandparents and you know rather than just prints from Etsy or something so obviously I I feel like in my apartment now I have a mix of all of those things and looking around I actually don't have too many like personal photos out but a lot of my prints are from my travels and again Mm -hmm. it's just a good story and feels more personal when there's that story behind them yeah exactly I think one of the things that came to my mind for like making a house feel like a home is to make it like smell like a home I'm very big on scents for some reason this comes up a lot but I think if you can figure out like a signature scent for like your entire house or for the individual rooms, I think that that can make a big difference. Every time, obviously, you're traveling or you move, you when you get into a new space, you're like, oh, yeah, this doesn't smell like my home. This is different. And so I think Mm -hmm. figuring out how to make sort of I guess it goes for all the senses, But to make it feel like home, whether that's through like candles or incense, I'm very big on like specific hand soaps and using them like in certain rooms um, or for certain seasons and same with specific cleaning products in certain rooms and seasons. I am very picky when it comes to like the sense of cleaning products. And I feel like that's also a big part of making your house feel like a home. I also have two cats. Anyone who has a cat knows they are like the stinkiest little creatures in the world. So <laughs> that is also probably why I'm so passionate about scents. <laughs> I love that. That's so true though. Like when you walk into someone's space and you're just like, oh my gosh, it just smells like you in here. Yeah. You know, like that's the best. Even stores, like there are some, I'm by yeah. a very fancy shopping mall. And so these stores have like scentscapes that are happening and totally. it's like a vibe when you walk in like our Williams Sonoma they're always cooking in there and then it smells like like every time we walk in Tyrell's like it smells like your grandma's house in here like they are curating yeah. that vibe through scent and that's yeah I think something really cool and so easy you can do with your house yeah. whether it's a dorm or an apartment or anything 
Yeah, 100%. I feel like that also contributed to my cozy home growing up because my mom was a stay-at-home mom where she was just like cooking and baking all the time. So it was like, it's just like warm and cozy in here because the oven's always on, you know, like she's always cooking up something. So, but it played into the scent as well. This is maybe weird, but one of my favorite rooms in my house is my bathroom. Hmm. And I feel like why I love it so much is because it's a small space. So it was so easy to decorate it Hmm. like because I didn't really need much to go in there. You know what I mean? Like I put up a shower curtain that I was obsessed with. I got a bath mat, a little hand soap dispenser. I got a little tray to put my hand soap dispenser on, put a candle, Mm -hmm. and I'm done. Like, But it's such a small space that just those few things made such a big impact. And now it's like one of my favorite rooms in my house. It's the only room in my house that I'm like, this is completely done. I don't Mm -hmm. need to do anything else in here. So I wanted to also share that with you guys where if you – because obviously curating and creating a home – can be really expensive, you know, especially if you're looking at changing out big furniture pieces or needing to splurge on furniture pieces to create more functionality for you. But I think, you know, if you prioritize your space, either by starting with the small spaces where you can make the biggest impact Mm -hmm. or maybe start with the space where you spend the most time. Like I also like do my morning skincare in my bathroom and my evening skincare. Like I actually probably spend a lot more time in the bathroom than I realize. So it's nice that while I am doing those moments of self-care, doing my skincare, it's in a space that brings me joy. So Mm -hmm. something else I wanted to throw out there as well. Love that. One thing I wanted to share is like a really quick tip is fresh flowers and plants always make a space feel more like lively, feel more lived in. It's very adult, I feel like. And then you can add personality with planters, whether it's like you get plain ones and you paint them yourselves or like Ikea has super cheap planters in all different colors. And, you know, it's, it's nice to have a bunch of plants to fill up your space and it can be pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. I recently, just like this summer, realized how caring for my plants on my balcony brings me like so much peace yeah (laughs) like just when I need a breather it's like I'm just gonna take care of something Mm. like my plants like yeah so easy and then I just recently got a basil plant that sits in my kitchen window and it totally just is like a little plant yeah but it just adds so much life in my otherwise white kitchen so (laughs) I I second this so easy yeah. But, and again, big impact. I think another thing when I'm looking around my apartment right now is to dress up your walls because I think, you know, we've talked a bit about, I think I mentioned Tegan has like paint in her house where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, warm green colors and, you know, like cultivating the vibe through that. But I think when you're renting, sometimes you're either scared to paint the walls or you can't paint the walls. So, you know, you have to get creative. So when I, again, look around my apartment, I'm like, it's just white walls. And that does feel kind of impersonal, impersonal. Is that the right word? Impersonal? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Doesn't feel personal. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't feel, you know, like it represents you at all. Maybe feels a little like cold and opposite of cozy. So I think, 
Something you could do is look into hanging art. You can even use command strips to hang art. Um, We were talking about posters or, you know, Mm -hmm. photos of family and friends, things like that. You can also even like go bigger and do like tapestries or canvases, you know, things that are even more cozy or take up more space if you have a lot of wall space to work with. Maybe you are in a spot where you can paint or maybe even like peel and stick wallpaper, you know, like these are all options to just dress up those white walls. And something that I really love to do, even though this isn't easy to do by yourself and might not be allowed in all rentals, if you're able to really put up like wall shelving, because I think this is a great way, again, to add functionality to your space, especially if you don't have a lot of storage space or closets. But I feel like you can do so much on shelves where it's Mm. like, Maybe that's where you show the hobbies and the vinyls that we were just talking about or stack your books or maybe you have like a uh, less deep, shallower shelf. For some reason, I can't speak anymore, <laughs> but you just put like your prints and wall art on the shelf. Like I feel that's a good way to take up wall space without, I don't know, having to do anything crazy. And again, it adds something to the walls whilst also adding functionality as well yeah definitely one thing that i recommend and that's renter safe is to swap out hardware and what i mean by that is like the knobs and pulls on like your kitchen cabinets or your bathroom cabinets they can be easily changed and as long as you keep the originals you can just swap them out when you move and this is a great way to bring in like your personal style i know like anthropology sells some really really cool knobs for kitchen handles that are like all different shapes colors that kind of thing and it's relatively cheap compared to like other major DIYs Mm -hmm. totally I love that speaking of swapping out another renter friendly thing is to swap out light fixtures and I obviously again this might not be something you can do yourself I'm Mm -hmm. lucky where my dad's helped me do this but you can even look into hiring a task rabbit or something to help you do this but again I feel like it's something that you overlook as a renter but it has a big impact and I think lighting is again functional so it's something worth like changing or investing in because you know, it will actually serve a purpose. It's not just Mm -hmm. for looks. But I feel like lighting can make such a statement. It can be such a specific style. And again, it really helps like take up space and in an intentional, personalized, styled way. So I don't know. And I, I do realize though that lighting can be expensive so even if it's like changing out your bulbs you know Mm -hmm. where instead of a cool tone bulb you're putting in a warm tone bulb like that can totally change the ambiance and like uh feel of a room or maybe it's like spray painting a lamp that you've had forever and diy overhauling it or changing the lampshade you know little Mm -hmm. things like that but i feel like lighting can be a good way and renter friendly way to spruce things up as well. Definitely. One of the last things that came to mind for me as to how I like make my house feel like a home is I go all out for certain things. I'm thinking like autumn and Christmas. And this was Mm. what, when I first moved out, I was so excited 
And it's just a way to like show the things you love. I love autumn. I love Halloween. So it's like you best believe we're carving pumpkins and there are pumpkins out. I love Christmas. You best believe December 1st we have a real Christmas tree up and it's taking up half the living room and we've got like all of my stockings for my cats. They're out on the mantle and like that kind of thing. And this could be for anything. If your birthday's coming up and you're like, I'm going to decorate my dorm or my apartment from head to toe and birthday stuff, you can do that because it's your own space. Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, summer, whatever. And I feel like that's a really fun way to show your personality and celebrate living in your own space. Yeah, I love that. I also love seasonal decor and Mm -hmm. you're actually getting me excited to bring out my fall decor Mm -hmm. in a couple weeks. I totally forgot about that because summer I don't have anything special like it's only fall and Christmas so I'm looking forward to that I am so excited this is like unrelated to anything but my entire TikTok is now like Halloween with some Christmas sprinkled in so they're like oh my god get pumped girl it's coming and I'm pumped yeah I've been shopping online doing some like fall fashion Mm. wardrobe updates and a lot of places have Halloween stuff out right now. And yeah. like even Aerie has like a Halloween shop on there. And mm. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. I feel it's going to be a big Halloween year this yeah. year. Yeah. With Barbie? Come on. Yeah. It's got to be. Even I might dress up and we know Ooh, I hate wow. Halloween. So that's saying something. <laughs> we should do something. We should go. I don't like I Where do you even go if you're not like going to the club or whatever? But we should find something I don't know. where we dress up. Yeah. And we just say hi, Barbie, all night. Yeah. <laughs> I want <laughs> to be cowgirl Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. So funny. Anyways. Do we have any other tips or tricks? <laughs> getting distracted i don't think so i think that's it that's it that's all well i hope you learned some good info sadie and i have been at our on our own for 10 years like we talked about in the last episode so this is 10 years of our knowledge i guess and i feel like that's one of the most exciting things about moving out on your own is that you get to truly decorate and make it your own. No one else is in charge. Obviously, if you have a landlord, they're in charge of certain things, but the (laughs) decorations you are fully in charge of, and it's super exciting. So congrats to anyone who's starting on that journey. I know we have a lot of listeners who are like going to university or leaving university that age, so it's a super exciting time. For everyone who listened this week, thanks so much for listening. We put out a new episode every single Tuesday. So make sure you're following us and you're subscribed so you see when those episodes drop. We would also love if you could give us a rating. That really helps our podcast reach. And like a rating's good. If you leave some comments, that's even better. We love it all. In between the podcast you can find us on social media. We're at our golden twenties on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok. We're on Spotify where we have playlists. We didn't talk about like music curating a home vibe, but it's certainly a thing. And we've got 
playlist for any kind of vibe you could possibly think of. <laughs> and like I've just said, Pinterest, we've got a bunch of ideas on there. If you want to see sort of the style that Sadie and I like, it's all saved there. We also have a Patreon, which is the best way to show your support for the podcast. We drop the episodes early there. We have some bonus content there. It's a fun place to be <laughs> and you get to support us, which is also good. I think that is everything I was supposed to say in this spiel. So thank you for listening. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Bye.